All right, everybody, welcome back to week two of the Monday Wrestling Show on Stalemates. We are here. I'm Tyler. I'm with my co-host, Zach Bogle. Gang, gang, you know the vibes. You know what it is. And we are ready to run it again. How was uh, how was the weekend for you? It was good. Got to watch some Super 32. Um, got to, we did some haunted houses together. Yeah, we did. That was a good, that was a good time. That was my first time since like high school, but, uh, it was well worth it. Little pricier. They used to be like five bucks. Now it's like 35 bucks apparently. Yeah. But, those are also our old, uh, building mates. Shout out to Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Shout out to Slaughterhouse. If you guys are in Des Moines area, go check it out. It's like 30, 35 bucks, but it's worth the money. I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was worth it to me. And I was skeptical going into it. So. Yep. We uh, just recorded our show with Jake and Corby, still the nameless wrestling show. I think it's got some steam, though. We, Jake, what, got nine of the ten champs right, and then Corby got eight of the champs right? Yeah, yeah, that was a score, eight to nine. How, yep. How do you think that the show did overall, though? I I was really happy with it. Um, it performed well for our videos right now, I feel like, in its first week. And so I felt like, for the start, everything went accordingly. Yeah, I think that there needs to be more content on our channel that's not just us like reacting to stuff and we get to do more like informational stuff and at least for me when i like listen to any sort of like youtube com content or podcast content i want to like learn something and so this show we do more like reaction based stuff which is more fun and entertaining but i also want to have a show on our youtube channel which you guys should subscribe to by the way we want to hit 5,000 subscribers we're getting close but I want to have another show that is more informative and more stuff that you can actually learn and take away something from. And so Jake is somebody that I like to reach out to to pick his mind about wrestling. Corby, the same as well. Corby has a lot of good relationships. He's been around for a while. Jake is a high school wrestling coach who is at a lot of these top wrestling tournaments. Southeast Polk is a big program here in the state of Iowa. So he obviously wants to watch wrestling quite a bit so that way he can like game plan for his guys and mm -hmm. so both those guys are just wrestling geniuses in my mind just no knowledgeable beyond belief yeah. like i can't when we were first doing that first show i was just kind of just like how did they know all of this yeah like, we we you and i definitely took a back seat to those guys which mm -hmm. is totally fine because i loved it we want to make sure that we let the pros talk about what they're professional about and then we talk about what we want to talk about which is like the, the the topics and stuff like the hot topics of the week right. the stuff that the you know the forums would talk about and this and that and and more like storyline based and less like technique and strategy based so yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah so yeah it's uh it's back wrestling season's back i just recorded an hour long podcast with Cody Goodwin so if you guys want to listen to that you can go check that out he is a Reporter for the Des Moines Register here in the state of Iowa. We are very, very lucky to have someone like him. Before him, we had guys like Andy Hamilton. And so it's just good to have good coverage. And wrestling is officially back because I'm excited. So did you guys talk like a lot of college? Yeah, it was mainly just college stuff. He asked me, you know, what I was looking forward to. He asked me about some wrestling media questions. It was good. Overall, it was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Solid. So, yeah, if you want to go ahead and introduce these topics if you guys like this kind of format where we go you know tyler reads the topics we both react to them and then you know we put the full thing on our patreon so if you guys want to check out the full entire episode in video format you can go to patreon it's three dollars and 99 cents pretty reasonably priced for the amount of content that we're going to be putting out there out on there if i could speak today I'm running out of words 
And then also we have the audio only version on Spotify and Apple and everything else. I think that's pretty much at this point, Apple and Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but that, but that's just the audio only version. So if you want the video version, which we put up a lot of stuff on our screen here, we have our green screen, as you can see my angle and Tyler's angle. We also pull up all different kinds of stuff in the internet as well. So if you want the video version, which is kind of the way the show is meant to be made, then go check it out on our Patreon. And then our YouTube, we put out a couple clips that uh, we want to put out for free for the people because we started this thing, you know, on YouTube and we want to stay on YouTube because I love YouTube. So, um, yeah. Either way, you'll be getting a lot of content now that we're locked in for the season here. So, yeah, last week was good and it's going to be like that whole season. Yeah. So if you want to go ahead and start these topics here, we can start at the top and then go down to the bottom and uh, call it a day. Okay. So first, this was, I think, last week, but Seth Duckworth tweeted about someone had broken into Dayton Fix's high school gym and stole his banner, which he was a four-timer, so that's significant. And whoever broke into the Doobie Friday night and stole Dayton's banner, return it, please, and thank you. Yeah, I saw this, and uh, I don't know. The... the Initial reaction would be this is a hater just trying to take down Dayton. But then the other part of me was like collectibles and stuff are becoming mm. more and more valuable. We see guys like Darren Ravel tweet all the time about different things that are going up for auction in the sports world, whether it be a ticket uh, to a famous Super Bowl game or a Jeffrey Dahmer's glasses. Those are going for like 100K. People put those up for auction. Yeah. And so I think overall, the market for, you know, memorabilia has gone through the absolute roof. Um, but people selling stuff on eBay and this but and that. So I what think, are they, what are they going to do with that though? I, that, <laughs> I don't think there's much value in that. And once they try to sell it, they're going to get arrested. Yeah. I don't think it's on like the Dahmer level of like, definitely. Yeah. People yeah. are going to pay. Six like I can figures. see how those are wanted collectibles, but this is kind of iffy in my opinion. I do think though that it was more of a fan thing. Don't you, you think that somebody was hating? I don't on know. Like I, them? yes, that's what I thought. I hadn't even considered, um, like someone doing it as an act of ill will towards him. Like I figured someone just, yeah, a fan more than likely did this because they thought it was cool, but. Yeah, and I don't think that they're trying to like sell it. But the point is, I think that people are like really into collecting things right now. And I think, I think that somebody, either way it's theft, right? It's gotta be because it can only be for personal pleasure because they're never going to be able to show that to anybody. Right. Either way it's theft. Um, But I don't think that this was like a shot at Dayton, it was more like, hey, I want this. But I don't right. know. I have no clue. I've, I have zero idea. What, we uh, don't know for sure, but I could definitely see that being the case. Either way, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this happen. No, no, I don't think so, especially not in wrestling. Um, I can't even think of any comparisons in really any sport. Can you think of any? Off the top of my head where somebody stole something. Was it... Uh, OJ tried stealing back his stuff. <laughs> free, free the man. No, I'm just kidding. He's free. <laughs> that is kind of the whole point of the whole oj story right is he did something allegedly and then was free so a couple times it was an episode of shameless i think when the michael jordan statue got stolen i think they said like frank got really drunk and like or no it was lip right it was lip that okay. stole the michael jordan statue do you did you were you a shameless guy at all i watched episodes but i don't think i caught that one like i wasn't like a full-time 
fan of it. I don't know how late into the show it got, but at one point they got, you know, Lip, I think, he was sober for a while, and then he came back and he decided to steal the Michael Jordan statue outside of the United Center, and he brought it to his, like, his south side of Chicago, and they found it in, like, a river or something like that. Could be one of those cases. Could be. Maybe you somebody might, got you really, might be onto something. Somebody there. got really hammered. They snuck in there and they stole the Dayton Fix banner. Imagine if you saw this banner in here. Like, what if we bought it on eBay and it, and we got to put it <laughs> on our wall? That would be insane. That I think maybe yeah, but we couldn't show it. We'd have to return it. Yeah, we do have KB No Swag singlet over there. Yeah, we'll we'll figure a way to incorporate our uh, interior again with these green screens. But hey, we're kind of having a heyday right now. Maybe we do this. Maybe somebody comes clean. They admit. Well, no. I was going to say, if somebody came clean and then they gave us a copy. <laughs> no. If somebody comes clean and then they put it up for auction for charity, but it, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and then we buy it. But it's yeah. not going to happen because it's got to go back on the wall. That's the only reason it's supposed to be there. It's just it's supposed to be up in the, the rafters of his high school gym. So yeah, we're never gonna get it in our studio. But I mean, it would be it, now the uh, the the mystique around it, the allure would be that's gonna be hidden in like someone's a box in a closet for a long time. Like I feel like it's gonna be forgotten eventually, and then maybe they'll be able to sell it. I thought about messaging Seth and being like, "Any leads on this?" But I don't think he's really tracking this down. I don't think no, I I wouldn't think he'd have a lead anyway. Yeah, I think he would tell us if he did. All right, I think that's enough of the Dayton Fix Gate. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Last time we talked about Dayton Fix and all that, we got in some trouble. This Dude, time... We kind of mentioned OJ again this time. <laughs> did I do that or did you did that? I did that. Intentionally? <laughs> oh, initially initially was you. Me, I, know I, that, I couldn't work on the content around, person yet. This time around, did you do it intentionally? Because if you did, I didn't know that. No, no, not intentionally. That seems like 10 years ago, by the way. Yeah, for real. It is an internet time. All right, go ahead. The next topic was this video of Conor McGregor training wrestling came out and um, people were saying he looked improved, but I never saw like the initial videos where he must have looked terrible or something. Uh, do we want to play this or what? Yeah, I think you can play like a portion of it. You'll have to remember okay. to take off the green screen part of it. See? There we go. Yeah, let me help the people out. There you go. You can look at Tyler's uh, suggested videos too. <laughs> All right, hit full screen on them. No, that's just the algorithm. There you go. Hit full screen so they don't have to keep staring at the Nelk boys. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I watched this for a little bit the other day, mm -hmm. and uh, he doesn't look bad. I think there's, like, little faux pas and stuff that if you were watching him, you would be like, okay, this guy didn't, like, he doesn't know, like, all the little nuances of wrestling. Right. But I think if you saw him in the aspect of, like, an MMA gym, you would be, you would probably ass assume, look at that. Yeah. You you would assume that he would that he probably had a pretty good wrestling background. Look, nice single leg there, like continues on to wrestle. So I don't know. Yeah, he's just like not super agile, but you can tell he's got some good basic technique. Yeah, that should be good enough before we get pulled off of YouTube. But I, I think that uh oh, oh green no screen, the green screen there we go. <laughs> All right, I I watched a video of Chael Sonnen reacting to this, which Chael wrestled at Oregon, MMA fighter. Division one athlete wrestling. So he knows wrestling. He's been around guys. He talked about a guy that he used to train with that wasn't a wrestler, but he was a, like, he was an MMA fighter. He wasn't a wrestler. And he said that, Chael said this guy was the best non-wrestler that he would go up against in, like, wrestling practice that gave him his toughest challenge, right? 
And mm. what he said that that guy did is he didn't necessarily work on wrestling, but he worked on anti-wrestling, which is a theory that I've had for a long time when it comes to MMA fighters trying to learn how to wrestle. The reality is these guys are never going to be able, like Conor McGregor is never going to be able to catch up to, let's say, someone like Michael Chandler in wrestling, right? Because Michael Chandler grew up wrestling his whole life, wrestled Division One. That has a whole nother level mm. of wrestling, right? Right. So an MMA guy Let's say that Conor McGregor has a fight coming up and it's against a wrestler or someone like Khabib who's a good grappler, right? Mm. In the six-week fight camp, he's never going to be able to catch up to his no. level of wrestling. But what he could do and what it looks like he's doing here is he's working on his takedown defense. So anti-wrestling is what Chael was calling it. And it looks kind of like that's what he's doing. Now, he's also doing some some nice trips and stuff like that. You guys can go check it out on YouTube. Just type in Conor McGregor wrestling. Mac Life is the one that posted it. But it looks to me like he has really put a focus on his wrestling for the longest time. If you're a Conor McGregor fan, you would know that that was never his forte. He's known for knocking people out. He's known for having really swift movement and this and that. It's not necessarily his ground game. But we got to see him when he fought Khabib. He stuffed a couple of those takedowns that you know wasn't enough in the end. But if this level of Conor McGregor comes around next time and he has kind of really worked on his wrestling, or should I say his anti-wrestling, Seems like a scary man. I th I would agree with that. I like that though with the uh, anti wrestling. They don't have time. None of those guys, if they didn't do it during like college or anything like that, to become good at wrestling. So all they can work on is defense. Yeah, that's basically. I think another guy that's really good at that is Max Holloway. He was. I don't know if he ever wrestled, but he is somebody. I don't believe that he did. He is somebody that really mastered the craft of like just not getting taken down. Yeah, because you know, shutting that aspect of it out. Nobody's gonna be a good wrestler in six weeks, man. I mean, it, it, wrestling is a sport that takes an entire lifetime plus, yeah. you know what I mean? To, no. to really, to really, and, and so much hard work and, and everything and dedication, all that stuff, you can't do that in six weeks. But it seems to me like Connor has really started to focus on it. I went and looked at his Instagram and a few months back, and I remember seeing this when he originally posted it, he, he must be working on this for a long time. And if you look at this footage, you can mm. tell that he has definitely... He, he's way more familiar with it now maybe mm -hmm. than he previously was. I don't know if he was ever necessarily bad at wrestling, but I know that he just he didn't wrestle growing up. He's from Ireland. It's not a really big wrestling country. Right. But there was a post that he made on his Instagram, which he I don't I didn't put this in the docket, but so you don't have to pull it up. It was him and his kids and they're all in wrestling singlets. And it was like hmm. it was like, you know, UW it looked like a UWW wrestling singlet for Ireland. So yeah. I think it would it would be awesome if, if he was involved in the sport and uh, you know I don't know if Ireland is gonna have anybody good coming up the ranks but you know if any 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 sort of publicity for wrestling is good whether you like Conor McGregor or not he's a superstar so if he's highlighting the sport I'm all for it absolutely I don't think I could add any more to that all right let's move on then for the next one we have two college wrestlers which I wonder what state they're from. Wyoming. Wyoming. Two college wrestlers in Wyoming were injured by a grizzly bear. And so. There's the green screen again. <laughs> the old green screen. <laughs> Hold on a second. We got technical difficulties, guys. There we go. All right. Yeah, so two college wrestlers were attacked by a grizzly bear. This is in outside of Cody, Wyoming. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Outside Cody, Wyoming. Northwest College in Powell. So. 
Yeah, do you want to go ahead and read a little bit of how this happened, I guess? Suffered serious injuries in a grizzly bear attack when hunting for shed antlers with teammates Saturday afternoon in South Fork outside Cody, Wyoming. Kendall Cummings of Evanston and Brad Brady Lowry of Cedar City, Utah, both sophomores at Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming. They were with other members while they were hiking, and then they got separated. And then that's right about when the grizzly bear came out and began attacking those two. What's crazy is in the article, if you keep scrolling down, it says all four all four of them possess bear spray at the time. Uh, it happened so quickly yeah. that the victims had no time to react. That is crazy to me. That, that is wild. I mean, the craziest part of this story is both these guys survived, and it wasn't necessarily these, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, it, I mean, they, these dudes got messed up. Mm-hmm. They got, yeah. The one got life flighted. The other one went to a local hospital and then got life flighted. So, Mm. They're gonna have multiple surgeries. I'd assume. I'd be. I think it's safe to assume that these guys probably won't be able to wrestle for the rest of the year. I mean, just a scary, scary sight. I mean, we've all seen YouTube videos of you know, bears getting close to people and this and that. But the fact that they didn't even have time to pull out their bear spray to attack this guy, and you can't, you can't say that they weren't prepared because they were very prepared it didn't matter mother nature is an absolute beast you guys you like to follow those pages like nature is metal and this and that i mm. can't do it for these specific things <laughs> you also like hiking. it is brutal i'm not a hiking guy and this isn't necessarily why but i mean it's one of the reasons why it's like mother nature doesn't care if you're out there to get instagram pics no, which not no. these guys were these guys were out there to, to looks like they're shed mm. hunting which is uh you know popular here in iowa it's popular yeah. out there as well but uh like either if- way these dudes fought back i mean yeah so cummings came and tried to pull the bear off of him who he initially attacked i would be like tyler it was nice knowing you (laughs) (laughs) i would i would just have to like scream and get big i guess because that's what they say to do around bears but i honestly don't know what i would do in the moment i would probably (laughs) you just run yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I tried to save him. Tried, it's, it's, like, uh, it's also like I don't want to watch this just happen in front of me either. Like I gotta get out of here. Do you remember this is the end when Aziz is like falling in the hole? <laughs> and Craig Robinson is like Aziz. He's like, I don't have time. Aziz. He's, he's grabbing time. on the Kevin Hart. Yeah, and Kevin Hart's like, no. He's like, save me. And then he runs aside. He's like, I tried to save Aziz. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it'd be like that. That would be what I did. Like, try to save him. Try to save Tyler. I mean, that's a good teammate. Yeah, for real, that is well. Okay, so I'm guessing the other two, uh, I wonder if it says how they did it. It just said that they, I think they just, like, did I think the bear just lose interest? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but they've already gone multiple surgeries, according to the report, but they're expected to live, so. Yeah, yeah. That's the bright side of it, but that's pretty wild, yeah. Anytime you go into, like, the wild, wild, which they could have been, like, really close to town or something in Wyoming, too, but uh, you'll get humbled no matter what. Luckily, nothing like that ever happened to me, but very well could have anytime you go out there yeah so be safe folks uh let's move on to the next topic so for the last one it was strachi calls out sadakov and Sidikov. <laughs> what is it sidakov sidakov yep that's so close strachi calls out sidakov and dake and i didn't really see much about this you'll have to enlighten me a bit um so carter strachi went on a wrestling media's I don't know, something, podcast, video. And uh, I think they're probably, I didn't watch it. This is a quote from Wrestler's Grind. 
they uh, posted it. And they picked this quote because he says, this is Carter Strachey's words, if they want to bring Dake in, might as well bring in Sitikov too. He can get whooped in the room too. If you want to get whooped here or out in Paris, it makes no difference. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I think some people think that Carter Starachi is, you know, I, I saw some people saying that it was disrespectful or this and that. You guys know how these things go. If you're a Division One athlete or not even Division One athlete, if you're any sort of athlete, you're supposed to believe in your head that you were the guy, right? We've all heard that before. We've all heard people say stuff like, oh, he should think that he's a guy. He should think that he's number one. I think it's a little bit different when you add the teammate aspect. But if you look at Carter Starachi, he wrestles for Penn State. Dake wrestles for the Nittany Line Wrestling Club. Carter Strachey's still in college. Dake is post-college. Mm. I think more people think that the the you know the Nolf situation is a little bit that the Nolf situation would be a little bit more offensive to me if I'm Nolf and they bring in Kyle Dake. But from what I hear, Jason Nolf is probably going to go the MMA route, and so you know iron sharpens iron. All those mm. things. Um, I think. An element of Carter Starachi too is he's been speaking kind of crazy for the past like few years. Mm. I would love probably the past year, I should say, but if there's one college wrestler that I would want on the show the most right now, it'd probably be Carter Starachi. Uh he's not afraid to jump on Twitter, Instagram, or anything like that. He's confident in his abilities. He's a multiple time national champion. He's not afraid to put his opinions out there. Uh, as soon as the Dake thing happened where Dake announced that he's going to Nittany Line Wrestling Club, Starachi jumped in there and said, stay at Cornell. So it's hard if he – I don't know him at all, and that's why I kind of want to have him on the show to, to to figure out if he's actually like this, you know, aggressive or whatever mm -hmm. the word would be or if it's kind of like his sense of humor in a way. Like I, I can right. see that being a joke as well. We're like, oh, stay in Cornell. Like, it's a tough read though. Yeah, it's a tough read because we don't really know him. And I didn't right. watch this interview – I was going to say, did he address that at all? Uh, saying that to Dake when it was announced? I think that this is the, I'm, I'm assuming that this was the, this was the, I'm, I'm guessing that they asked him about the Dake thing and, and that's he responded what he said. with this. But again, yeah. I didn't actually go and watch the full clip. I just saw what the wrestlers grind posted. Um, but either way, you know, I, I think it's interesting to me. I think that if this was a real problem, and this is why I think that it's kind of a joke. In mm -hmm. a way, or at least it's kind of a shtick in a way. And that is, again, I don't know if it's a shtick or not. I want to have him on the show. I don't know if he would come on, but I would love to have him on. But the reason why I think it's a shtick is because I think Kale would shut it down if it wasn't. Right. right. So if this was legitimate and this is real and he actually did have a beef with Dake, then I think that he, I think Kale would shut it down. You think it wouldn't go? Yeah. I think that he has enough respect for Kale for it, but, mm. but who knows? You know what I mean? I, I know that Kale, I know this, I know that Kale is very, you know, very cautious of what gets put out there. Right. Uh, he, the, the Kale doesn't even do interviews. I've heard in the past that, you know, certain guys aren't, aren't allowed to go on certain shows and like, just not, not like, uh, in a way where it's like personal towards those podcasts mm. or anything like that, but just like more so just being careful of what's put out there. Yeah. You know, you, it, there, there's some schools when you go to reach out to them and you want to get a kid for an interview, you know there's certain teams that you can kind of go through the coach or you can go through the athlete and you can ignore the SID stuff. Right. There's some programs, I'm assuming Penn State's one of them because I've heard how tough it is to get an interview through them, is you have to go through the SID and you have to mm -hmm. go through the college to line up these sort of things. So yeah, 
with all that being said, I think Kale runs a really tight ship over there. I think that's been documented in, in years past. They keep things close to the chest. With him being this open and honest, now, who knows? Maybe he's gone out there and he is saying these wild stuff, and then on Monday he gets chewed out by Kale. Or maybe Kale's thinking, you know what? He's a multiple-time national champion. He's one of the best mm -hmm. guys that we have in the room right now. He's one of the best guys in college wrestling. He can do what he wants, right? But we haven't really seen that before in years past with Kale's guys. Yeah. No, I think you make a really good point there that I haven't really thought about either. Um, yeah, I think it would have to be a stick for anything like that to be going there. I don't know. Yeah, I think that he needs to keep doing it, and I think that he needs to come on the show, and then we can talk to him about it. Right, yeah. Like, he's definitely grown on me. At first, that kind of threw me off to see a Penn State guy talking like that, and I didn't know what to think of it. And then I was like, he's at, if anything, it's, like, really funny that he's willing to do it, so... And maybe in the era of, like, the NIL, like, Kale's maybe more aware that, like, mm. you get attention sometimes, you have to say certain things or do certain things. You know, it's not the recipe for everybody. Not everybody's like that. But, you know, I think there's a way that you can do it and still stay true to yourself. Um, I don't think that Carter is necessarily playing, like, a total character you know, and, and right. going, he's not going full like Colby Covington with it. But I think that there's an element of like, I want to let you guys know that I'm, you know, Carter Starachi and this is who I am. I call people out. I'm a good wrestler, but I, I don't know. I can't decide if it's, if it's really him or a stick, but I lean more towards it being kind of a stick at this point. Yeah. In the way of like marketing and stuff, I think so. I think he knows it's good for him, but I also think there's like an element of, authenticity to it because he doesn't sound like corny or anything like that while he's doing it which some people can sound really corny whenever they're trying to do that kind of stick no i think so far it's it's been very i don't know if it's calculated or not but i think so far he's kind of he's 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 ruffled some feathers and i think he's done it so far the right way mm, but, i think know, so i, I want to see it continue and and i want to see him on the show well that is all we have for topics you have anything else you can think of? I don't think so. I'm having fun doing this show. I like reacting. I like uh, it's pretty casual, not too, like, mm. you know, scripted and stuff. I mean, we'll still do some news segments here and there, but I, I don't know. I think it's going well. I think we got for, I like doing it on the Patreon, and I think we're getting good views for this, too, because people like this format of the show. So I'm kind of enjoying doing this kind of for, like, we're putting the clips out, but only, like, the core audience gets our full episodes. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you for watching so much. Shout out to Barbarian Apparel, the number one sponsor in the game. If you guys need custom team apparel, go check them out. BarbarianApparel.com. You can scroll down. I think it's BarbarianWear.com. Either way, BarbarianApparel.com. Is it BarbarianApparel.com? Yep. Scroll down in the description. Click the link. Go check them out. I just had a client the other day get in my chair, and he was like, dude, I need to know what brand of shirt that they use to print their stuff on. I told him it's top secret just to order through Barbarian Apparel because their shirts are the comfiest. I'm not even kidding. Anybody can put words on a shirt, but their quality is amazing. Their customer service is amazing. The products are amazing. This wrestling season is right here. It is starting next month. Started right now. Go check them out, Barbarian Apparel. Also, the Patreon, patreon.com slash stalemates. Peace.